Welcome back to Goal Line Stuff, the show where we talk about anything and everything football related. I'm Alex Kurkchiev. And I'm Michael San Antonio. And boy, do we have a show for you today. It's been a couple weeks since our last episode, and a lot has happened in the NFL since then. So we're going to go over a lot of the things that we haven't been able to talk about with you. Um, For one, the Eagles lost to the 49ers. And so I think as Eagles fans, this is where we have to start the episode. We have to address the, the elephant in the room. We're not the number one team in the league anymore. We're not the number one team in the NFC. By record, we are. Yeah, but I was going to say, I don't think that's true. In, in terms of strength of team, Alex, can you can you say confidently that we're better than the 49ers now after getting beat down by them last week? No. Yeah. And so well, I don't I don't think that last week's game has anything to do with that. I mean, it's been all season. That's but don't you think last week further enforced that they're just a better team than us? I guess a little bit. I think that every team is gonna have a week where they're terrible. I mean it happens every year, I feel like. My mind immediately yeah. goes back to when the Eagles, when they won the Super Bowl, played Seattle and got beat. It wasn't quite as bad as this, of course, but they got beat pretty bad. They looked like they weren't competitive at all, and then they still ended up winning the Super Bowl. There's always games like that, but don't you think it's telling that the Niners have badly beaten both us and Dallas? And, I mean, we're the consensus three best teams in the NFC. I mean, listen, the Eagles have just come off the really tough part of their schedule where they were coming away with close wins, hard-fought wins against the best teams in the league. And, uh, like, eventually the team is going to get tired from that. I think not that – not. I think that um, we just need to see more out of the Eagles, see how they can rebound from this. If we get beat bad by Dallas this week, then it's, like, really time to get worried. But yeah. right now I wouldn't say that it, there's – it's time to pick – uh, to hit the panic button yet. But do you think – I mean, I know you've kind of been saying this all year, but would you firmly put the Niners number one in the whole league, AFC, NFC, at this point? It's tough. It's tough because I don't know that I would say that there's a true number one team in the league right now. Like, there's not one team that I'd say has looked dominant throughout the whole year. I think yeah. that every team has looked flawed, and it's really interesting because it's usually not the case. There's usually, like, one team to beat. But we've seen the Eagles have really sketchy victories. They haven't really played a complete game all year. The Niners had a really tough stretch for like three games. I think they lost straight. They lost three straight, yeah. Which, yeah, Brock Purdy was concussed and not playing like himself. But the defense wasn't really good in that game, in those games either. And we've seen them play not very well. I mean, it's not like they lost these great teams. They lost to Cleveland and Minnesota. Cincinnati was really heating up at that point but mm -hmm. three straight weeks of scoring 17 points that's not their high-powered offense uh dallas has beat one team with a winning record all year yeah i don't think miami has period i don't think they have either actually i'll fact check it as i talk about the other teams but the chiefs haven't played a complete game all year either they've, they've looked completely flawed on offense mm -hmm. the bills have been flawed on offense and defense yeah. The Ravens don't have a high-powered offense that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the contenders. That is true. Who am I missing? Well, the Bengals don't have Burrow anymore. So. I'm not even counting the Bengals anymore. I think they were probably the most complete team for those I couple weeks. I, I mean, for those couple weeks, but we can't forget how bad they looked at the beginning of the season when things weren't clicking. True. 
I I mean, Detroit, they haven't played that great in some games either. When that yeah, they got they got not, killed by Baltimore. Yeah. When that offense is not clicking on full cylinders, Goff looks completely lost. Yeah. And they're nine and three, but it I don't know that I would call them dominant. They mm-hmm. beat up on bad teams. Jacksonville is just straight up not good, in my I, opinion. I don't know about that. But now I, they're completely screwed. I don't think they're great, especially with Lawrence Hurt. I mean, I I, I hate that for them. Um I question, do you are you buying into to Tom Brady's statement that the league is just and teams are just mediocre now, that there's a lot of mediocrity in the league? Or do you I, think that it's more evenly matched and that teams have flaws and there isn't just really one team that rises above the rest, that things are like for the first time in a while actually evenly matched in the NFL? I think it's a weird year. Because like I said, every year there's there's always a team that's like by like heads and shoulders above the rest of the league. They mm-hmm. don't necessarily end up winning the Super Bowl, but like through the regular season, there's one team you can identify. This is the team to beat. And I guess the yeah. closest we have right now to that is the Niners. Mm-hmm. But I don't I mean, we've seen them lose multiple games in a row and not play very well. And so I think that there is a little bit of a, a talent issue with the NFL because all these athletic guys, it's I think it's an offensive line problem. Mm hmm. Because all the the defensive talent is really stepping up because yeah. all these athletic guys in like high school and middle school are converting to like defensive end, for example, because mm-hmm. there's such athletic guys and that's what you see getting the most money besides like wide receivers yeah, and quarterbacks. So a lot of these guys are going on the defensive line rather than the offensive line because of the contracts and because of their athleticism. So mm-hmm. we're seeing all these freak athlete defensive ends that get drafted really highly and are super skilled, all those talented kids are becoming defenders rather than offensive linemen. And that's going to really lag the offensive production in the league because, I mean, you need a good offensive line to succeed. And a lot of these top offensive linemen you're seeing, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, whatever, they're on the older side. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's going to be a problem. We're going to have multiple top 10 drafted tackles this year. And so maybe we see it catch up a little bit, but I think that's the real issue. And QB injuries have really struggled, like have really um yeah. impacted the season, but I think that's the culprit. I agree with you, especially on the offensive line point. I think a lot of the, the best offensive linemen, like you said, are older. A lot of these new guys who are coming in as prospects, they look good, but they have a lot of issues. And then in-game experience, it takes them many years to fully yeah. develop into to the stars that they need to be for their teams. I do think that – I don't think the league's mediocre. I think defenses no. are getting better. Um, scheming and coaching is getting more strategic. And a lot of the things that teams got away with in, like, the early 2010s, like with yeah, the top yeah. quarterbacks, I don't think they can get away with anymore. Right. With two high safeties, with a lot of the coverages that teams are playing. Teams are playing to, you know, I mean, they're willing to let up small plays, but they're trying not to let other teams score. And I think they're playing a little bit more open than they have in the past. And it's it's causing issues for offenses. I don't think they've quite figured out how to play against a lot of the, the de- defensive coverages that have um, been new in the last couple of years in the league. So. Um, I just think it's a a different atmosphere, different league. Like you said, it's weird. Um, But I do think in a couple of years, we will see offense come back on top just once things get figured out again. 
I don't know how long it'll take. Um, we'll see though. You know, yeah, I, I think it's shifted. honestly the exact opposite of Tom Brady. I think the league is better than ever. Yeah. And the reason he's saying it's the reason it looks mediocre is because everybody is catching up to the top. Yeah. Um, however, I will say that there is a lot of poor coaching out there. Yeah. A lot of incompetent coaching. My mind goes to the Saints, my mind goes to the Jags, my mind goes to the Steelers. Brian Johnson play calling for the Eagles. That's like that's coordinators. I'm I'm talking even like the entire staffs. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, coaching is a big problem for some of these teams that we're going to talk about in a little bit, or a big help to them looking at mm-hmm. the list. But moving on, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. I mean, kind of shifting gears a little bit. Um, one player who I think has kind of defied like the mediocrity on offense, you know, we've talked about how teams have, have struggled everything. And, and I hate admitting this, but um, in our last episode, you talked about how the Cowboys aren't frauds in your, in your mind. And although I don't like saying it, Dak Prescott over these last six to eight games has looked like the true MVP of the league. Dallas on offense has looked pretty much unstoppable. I mean, not Tony Pollard, but CD lamb and Dak Prescott have, They've played pretty much flawless over the last six to eight weeks. And so I think, you know, we should just talk a little bit about, about the Cowboys. If we think that they're going to hold this, you know, threshold of play up over their tough uh, upcoming schedule. And if you think Dak Prescott should win MVP, if he somehow pulls out a couple tough wins down the stretch. I'm going to let you go first because I have something probably controversial to say. Mm, that- okay. I will probably have to eat my words tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't like admitting it. Like I just said, I gave Dak props. And to me, Dak is just a little bit better of a Kirk Cousins. I don't view him as an elite quarterback, or at least I don't usually. But he's looked fantastic over these last eight games. I mean, I can't even hate on him. I, I do think he passes sometimes when he doesn't have to pass. But at the same time, Tony Pollard has been has been really bad this year and he hasn't proven that he can run the ball when the Cowboys are up so they kind of have to pass in that sense and I think that even though the Cowboys have been beating up on bad teams I don't think it's fraudulent at all I think they look really good I'm scared to play them tomorrow night I I do think the Eagles will win but maybe I'm a little biased there I don't know Um, however I do think that um, Dak and his MVP case really comes down to these final games if the Cowboys win a majority of their next five games if they win three or four of them and Dak continues to play great maybe he deserves MVP um if the Cowboys struggle against good teams and Dak doesn't play up to the standard he's been playing to then I don't think he deserves it I really think these games are make or break for the Cowboys and for Dak Prescott's MVP case uh um I agree with you that Dak is the MVP favorite but however I think that the biggest reason for Dak being the MVP favorite currently is numbers. And I think those numbers are so heavily inflated. It's not even funny. They are. He They beat up on bad teams. And listen, yep. their offense looked really incompetent a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago. So the way they've turned it around is very impressive. But all they're doing is beating up on bad teams and beating up on bad defenses. They finally beat a team with a winning record last week in a shootout. But with their top defense, how like they let Seattle score 35 on them? Yeah. They Seattle has a horrible defense. Yeah. And what they do is like that game, they needed it. 
that that shootout game they needed the offense and Dak played great excellent game I'm not even gonna like hate on them for that I think Mike McCarthy is an incompetent coach and Mm -hmm. I think this team is gonna get exposed in the playoffs because they can't run the ball they don't run the ball half of these numbers that Dak is putting up is when they're up by multiple scores on bad teams and they just keep airing it out they don't run the ball for the rest of the game they just keep passing and running up the score and stat padding I've never seen something like it I actually I looked into this the other day. It's it wasn't as bad as I thought it was in terms of a stat padding, but there are two or three clear games where they've been doing this. And like I said, Washington, I think it's partly because Pollard can't run the ball um in these situations. But even that like, his numbers do look better because he's passing it way more when they're up than any other quarterback in the league. And they don't run out the clock. Normally, when you yeah. see these these teams that beat up on bad teams, they'll go up and then the starters won't play for the whole fourth quarter. Dallas, what they do is they just keep passing and running up the score for the whole fourth quarter. Yeah. So I think that these numbers are so inflated. And I think that once we see them play a real defense, which, I mean, we did earlier, don't get me wrong, uh, with the Niners, Mm -hmm. we saw how that went. But I think Dallas is going to get exposed in the playoffs, if not before. I I think so, too. I don't think that they're a, a Super Bowl contender. I mean, if everything goes right for them, then yes, but we haven't seen everything go right. And like you said, not being able to run the ball is a big flaw. Then also inconsistent defense listen, is a big flaw. I don't think that they're unable to run the ball. I think they're just unwilling. No, I, I mean, I personally think that they're one of the worst run offenses in the league. I don't think Tony Pollard is a lead back. I don't think Rico Dowdle or, you know, whoever else they have back there is able to take a significant amount of touches and, you know, ice a late game situation, get a first down when they need to. I don't think they're capable of doing that. And Dak isn't as good on his on his feet as he was in like 2016, 2017. It's, it's just, I don't know. I think they're missing Zeke. They're missing a big back who they could just give the ball. Get the tough yards. Just get the, get the tough yards. Even if it's only three or four yards, they need a guy who they could – give the ball to 10 straight times and get a couple first downs. They don't have that. They're flashy. And I think it's going to, it's like, it's to a fault. At this, at the same time though, like just with Dak, I, I think Dak has, has proved that. I mean, in the last six to eight weeks, he's proved that, you know, he's the reason why the team's winning. I think. I don't and think so. I, I, I think, I mean, I think the only way to disprove that is for them to lose. He's playing great. He's playing great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's absolutely the MVP favorite right now because we don't we don't have a super standout performance that's like, oh, that guy's the MVP. You know that. Tyree Kill should be, but it's not I'm a give it to a receiver. So I, I agree. That would be my pick right now, but yeah. it's not a quarterback award. Yeah. So a betting favorite is Dak Prescott, and it makes sense. Yep. I just think that. It, something is is screaming to me the wheels are going to fall off. I think they will too. And maybe I'll eat my words and, and we get blown out tomorrow night, but I hope not. I really hope we don't. I don't think there's any way that the Eagles blow out the Cowboys, but I can certainly see the Cowboys blowing out the Eagles. Yeah, we don't blow teams out. Not because we're not passing the ball when we're up. We run it when we're up. But we're never up. We're always down, and then we come back. So I don't don't even – Our coaching is awful. Yeah, it's not the best this year. Hopefully it doesn't come We're a playoff favorite, though. We're already in. 
Yeah, but I don't feel good about the playoffs, especially playing Dallas or San Fran right now. I don't find ways to win. The Eagles find ways to win. I know. We're a good team. I'm just saying, like, we got to fix some of these issues if we want to make it to the Super Bowl again. I think they will. I hope we do. I've been saying we will, but I don't. That Niners game got me feeling some type of way. We got to see. It's bound to happen. I know. I know. Moving on from good teams that we've been talking about, especially in the NFC, let's talk about some playoff dark horses because a lot of these teams deserve love. You know, we'll talk about the the bad teams later on. We'll talk about like Panthers, Bears, some other time. But let's talk about the middle of the pack teams fighting for playoff spots because you and I both have very strong opinions about some of these teams, Alex. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure some of the audience wants to hear about, you know, how we feel about some of these teams. And so I'm going to read off a list of some of the teams that, you know, are in this dark horse area, then we're just going to talk about a couple of them, highlight a couple of them that we like going into the playoffs, potentially for playoff spots. So some of these teams, the Bills, Colts, Texans, Broncos, and Browns in the AFC. And then in the NFC right now, fighting for those wild card spots, we have Green Bay, we have Minnesota, we have the Rams, we have the Seahawks. And then everybody except for the Panthers in the NFC South the worst division in football. Yeah. They're they're so bad. They're so bad. I don't even know who I, I was saying Saints before the season started. I think the Falcons will win it now personally, but at the same time, like I don't feel like any of those teams should should make the playoffs. I, I agree with you. I think the Falcons are gonna win it. And my personal opinion is I don't care. Because yeah. Whoever, whoever wins it is getting beat 40 to nothing by Dallas. Yeah, probably. Unless we lose to Dallas and lose another game, but let's not even talk. And they'll get beat 35 yeah. to nothing by the Eagles. Yeah. No true. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna lose no matter what, whoever makes that game, pretty much. Um so. but uh, you go uh, first. First of all, I would I would like to take a victory lap on the Saints. Yeah. Um because yeah, I could have seen that coming. Team with bad quarterback play and bad coaching and bad roster isn't good. Not bad roster. Uh, the roster is fine. I guess it's Sorry. fine, but your two most important things, quarterback and coaching. Coaching's bad. I think Derek Carr is a fine quarterback. Derek not Carr is awful. Not for the Saints. I can't, even, I can't Saints, even call dude. him average anymore. He is average. That's what he is. That's he's exactly not, what he is. He's not. Yeah. Yes, he is. I can name you 20 better quarterbacks. This season, sure. Not in general. Talent-wise, skill-wise, everything combined, he's in, he's very middle of the pack. Tell you what, after we're done recording, we'll go through this. But Okay, fine. To save some time, but I'll go through the NFC because that's the one I feel more passionate about. Do it. Um, your, your, your team. So there's only there's only two playoff spots really up for grabs because the first wildcard spot is going to one of Philadelphia and Dallas. Mm-hmm. And to me, these teams are clear cut and who's going to get it because I see Green Bay making the playoffs and I see the Rams making the playoffs. Green Bay has a cake schedule and they're playing awesome right now. They're they're clicking on all cylinders. Green Bay, we saw this year, is a really young team. That whole team is made up of basically kids, especially the offense. The only veteran really you have is Aaron Jones. Yeah, the linemen are all young. The receiving core is all like second year guys, second first year first guys. First year, yeah. Jaden Reed, yeah. Jaden Reed, and then Dobbs and Watson are both second year guys. 
Yeah. Watson's been balling out. I hope he's not seriously hurt. I don't really know what the status of that is, but Jordan Love in his first year starting, I mean, of course there's going to be growing pains. His accuracy has been a little bit of all over the place over the year, but he's getting better as the season goes on. And with that schedule that they have, they just beat two of the top teams in the NFL back to back in Detroit and Kansas city. Yeah. And the rest of your schedule is giants, Tampa, Carolina, Minnesota, and Chicago. That team's winning out and making the playoffs. And I, I would go as far as to say, they'll probably win a playoff game. Wow. With the way they're playing right now. I wouldn't be shocked at all. And then the Rams, their schedule is pretty light too. I mean, they have Baltimore this week, which is tough. But then after that, they have Washington, New Orleans, Giants. Then they have San Francisco, which is, I mean, it's a tough divisional game. It's week 18 though. So San Francisco might have seating locked up and rest their starters at that point. So I could see Rams going five and one in that stretch. Or no, what is it? Five games? One loss is what I'm getting at. Four and one in that stretch and making the playoffs. I think they're getting all healthy. Cooper Cup is getting healthier. Puka's, I mean, banged up a little bit, but he's playing. Stafford's yeah. healthy. Kyron's healthy. Yeah. Still have Sean McVay coaching that team. Yeah. That's the clear cut two playoff teams left because Minnesota has terrible quarterback play. Yeah. Recently. Seattle has a tough schedule and, and a bad defense and a banged up starter. Tampa's only hope is winning the division. Uh, that's your easy two wildcard teams, in my opinion. So Green Bay, I will give my check mark on that. I completely agree. I did not see – I mean, I like Jordan Love's potential going into the year, but after a rough start, I was kind of down on him. So and he's proving me wrong right now. The Packers are proving me wrong. I'll admit that. They're a young team. I didn't know what to expect. I don't know if they'll win out, but I do think they'll likely win at least four of their five next games, which will put them at 10-7, and seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, which is a, which is they're making the playoffs at 10 and seven. So I think it's hard to say they're not going to make the playoffs and that this year hasn't been a success with such a young team. I'm, I'm Packers look great. So I agree with that one Rams. I don't know. Um, I like what you said, but I think they're just too inconsistent to say for sure. If that's what's going to happen instead. Let me just talk about the Seahawks real quick. And I don't think the Seahawks are going to make it as that second team. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but there is a possibility. So let me talk through this. Um, they have the Niners and the Eagles as their next two upcoming games. The only way they make the playoffs is if they win one of these games. And while that sounds really tough, they're historically great against the Eagles. The, the, the Seahawks usually beat the Eagles. Just Pete Carroll knows how to play us. And then the Niners are a divisional opponent who they play a lot. So they have extra film on the, on the Niners, even though they're a great team, there's potential there for an upset. Um, and then after those two games, they play the Titans, the Steelers and the Cardinals, which they could easily lose one of those games, but they should be able to win all three. Maybe the Cardinals will be a little bit tough with Kyler healthy and with a healthy team, but still they should, in my opinion, be able to beat the Cardinals. The Steelers are, up and down, like, you know, you never know, but I think they could beat the Steelers and I think they should beat the Titans. So, I mean, really this, the key to the Seahawks making the playoffs, in my opinion, is somehow pulling an upset on the Niners or the Eagles. And so that's what you need to look out for. If the Seahawks would win one of those games, it's likely maybe they'll slip into a playoff spot. I that's do like your I, analysis though. So I just wanted to I, we put that out seeing, there. We might be seeing Drew Locke start against the Niners this week. 
Gino is a game time call. Yeah. I don't know if that affects your opinion of that, but it's not even a I, that isn't even an opinion. I'm just saying if the Seahawks can somehow pull out a win against either of those two teams, playoffs are possible for them. Yeah, I see that. I'm not saying because I don't actually know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I just wanted to to point that out. Um, let's move on to AFC, and you could go first again because I just talked for a minute. Um, okay, so in the AFC, we've got three spots up for grabs, which is different because there's not really two teams in a division that are, you know, gunning for the division lead, just like Eagles Dallas. And our list here involves the Bills, Colts, Texans, Broncos, and Browns. Um, And then if you pull it out a little farther, you got the Steelers involved too. The Chargers, I mean, if they went out 10 and seven, could potentially get them in there, but they're not doing that. Staley, man. Ah, dude, it's not even just coaching. Come on. It's everything, yeah. Yeah, let, let's let's not kid ourselves. Social media team. Led by a social media quarterback. <laughs> um, but we'll save the QB talks. I, I know how you feel about Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, Again, I still love we'll him. Save that. We'll save that. Love him. Um, to me, I'm gonna pick my three teams here as Houston for sure. Uh, well, honestly, Houston might. Houston's not going to be a wild card team if Trevor misses significant time. What about the Colts, man? No. Colts are right in that running too. The Gardner Minshew team is not doing anything. Their schedule is not that bad. I don't Let's think. be for real here. Pittsburgh has a really tough schedule. I think they're spent. They got the Colts, the Bengals, the Seahawks, and Baltimore left. And and they're co- they'll finish nine and eight because that's what Mike Tomlin does. Yeah. And I think Mike Tomlin is done after next year. Looking at Denver's schedule, it's it's pretty light. I mean, you have Chargers, Detroit, New England, Chargers again, and then Raiders. So I see what the way Denver's been playing. I see the Broncos making the playoffs, which is so crazy to say after the way they started this year. Yeah. I saw them, I saw them rebounding coming into the year, and then they played horrible to start the year. And I, I wrote them off. But I think everybody wrote back. them off. They didn't write back. I saw Sean Payton bringing Russ to a resurgent. Russell's been playing awesome this year. Besides yeah. this last game against Houston where he threw three picks. It's – let me just – had like five play. picks on the year coming into it. It's – I mean, it's just good coaching. Like, he's taking the ball out of Russ's hands because the offensive line's bad – and there's not much there. And, like, it's not even, like, Russ's fault. Like, they – you know, it's just more efficient when Russ is passing the ball less. They're doing high-quality pass plays and then running the ball into the ground for every other play. It's working. Even that bad. It's working. It's working. And I think that when you let Russ not do his stupid stuff, the stuff that got him out of Seattle to begin with, Mm-hmm. I think that we like when we see a more disciplined Russell Wilson playing, he's fantastic. Russ he's is great up on, crazy on lim- unlimited looks. Yeah, you got to be he, unlimited. <laughs> he is limited, not not actually. Yeah, at, this, at this point, he is, and he's not going to be crazy prime Russell Wilson numbers anymore. But well, even in his prime, he was never like a super pass heavy quarterback. He the reason why everyone thought he was, he was so good and why he was so well, look at the numbers. His best year was I think four thousand one hundred or two hundred yards. Was, Most years he was in the mid three thousands, and I mean that's that's good, but that's like nothing compared to what Rodgers, Brady, Manning, whatever we're all doing. 
he would pass less and he would just be super efficient. You know, he'd score when he needed to, and then he would know when to run the ball. Pete Carroll loved running the ball. And so I think Sean Payton knows how to coach Russ and to coach a team, and he's figured it out. He's figured Sean out. Sean Payton knows how to call an offense. We like yeah. to see him fail, but the guy knows how to call offense. He does. He knows what he's doing. So uh, so I would say that Denver is easily my one team. I would say that one of Jacksonville and Houston is the wild card team. And then I would say the Bills, which I'll let you get into. Yeah, Buffalo's crazy because, I mean, their schedule is anything but easy. Let me pull it up so I don't get anything wrong here. But pretty much they're going to have to beat some of the best teams in the league in order to make the playoffs. If anyone could do it, it's the Bills. Let's talk about this. They play the Chiefs tomorrow, which we know how those games go. Bills, Chiefs, classics. They play Cowboys next week. They play the Chargers uh, on December 23rd. And then they play the Patriots and the Dolphins. So they pretty much have to beat, I mean, Chiefs, Cowboys, Dolphins, three really good teams. And then Chargers and Patriots, Patriots, no, but Chargers could be tricky. We know, depending on how they coach, whatever, how, how things go. So they pretty much have to, to win out or go four and one in these games to make a playoff spot. I mean, I think four and one would put them at 10 and seven and would get them a wild card spot. Um, but yeah, they, they pretty much have to, like I said, win out or win four of these next five games. And I think they're going to do it. I think Josh Allen, despite some of the issues with the offense has had a really good year. And I think the bills have gotten better over the last couple of weeks, even though they've still struggled with losses, they just had a bye week. They had had time to rest um, time to game plan for these next tough upcoming games. I think Kansas City looks incredibly beatable right now. I think the Cowboys haven't played a real team and that Josh Allen could pose a real threat to that defense. I think Josh Allen is hard to, to play against for any defense. Cowboys and didn't then, play one real team. Sorry, what? Actually, Cowboys mm -hmm. played the Niners and Eagles. Yeah. I mean, haven't that played is true. a real team. They haven't beat a real team is what I meant oh, to yeah, say. There you go. That's my bet. That's my bet words tough sometimes um and i think chargers bills or chargers and patriots should be easy wins so really it's can they win two out of three against the chiefs cowboys and dolphins they've already beaten the dolphins chiefs look beatable and i think they could beat the cowboys so i'm gonna say yes on that i'm gonna say if they do it and if josh allen has some good games in here i think he'll be right back into the mvp conversation especially if they're winning and even though they've had a up and down year I think if the Bills make the playoffs, like I, I don't think they're fraudulent at all. I think they could easily make a run with how weak the AFC is, with how unreliable a lot of teams are. If the Bills get hot at the right time, this could be the year if they somehow slip into the playoffs where they could actually make a deep run. And I know how crazy that is to say after the season they've For had. For a six and sixteen. Yeah, but I'm, I'm high on them because Kansas City's at their weakest they've been in a while. The Bengals don't add Burrow. And Trevor Lawrence just got hurt. The Ravens offense looks rough. Like there's a lot that the Bills can do if they can somehow win four of these next five games. There's a lot they could do in the playoffs. Trevor actually had limited practices Thursday and Friday. I don't think we see Trevor miss more than a week. That is true. But even then, like the, the Jags have had issues already. I don't before get Trevor started on the Jags. Yeah, so you you know best of all. You you talk about it a lot. So I don't feel good about the Jags. I, I really think the Bills 
I think the Bills at full strength are, are the best or second best team in the AFC. Just we have to see if they'll be able to get there. And I don't know. I don't think they will. Not they really got to they really got to win out and figure out their things. We'll see. But I like the Bills. I don't think they're fraudulent. We'll so, I, yeah, I, th- I think that I agree with you on that playoff picture. I think we see Bills, Houston slash Jacksonville and Buffalo. Or I said that twice. Denver. Buffalo and Houston slash Jacksonville. I'm gonna I be honest. See I a Gardner Minshew team going into the playoffs. I I know you don't see it, but I'm Their gonna be honest. Cake, but they're just because it's cake doesn't mean they're gonna win all of them. They're not good either. If they can, if they can beat the Texans, dude, on January seventh, I think they can make the playoffs potentially. I don't think so. They barely beat the Titans with two blocked touchdowns. They Block keep barely team. winning games. I yeah, mean, and that's not going to last. I think it, it's, it speaks to, to how good of a coach Steichen is, I feel like. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Should be coach of the year, honestly. I mean, this Colts team should not even be close to a winning record with Richardson going down and all that they've had to deal with. So I agree. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we're pretty much in unison for once. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I mean, I don't know about the Rams' take, but I agree with – everything else you said we'll have to see how the the nfc shapes out you know because nfc south stinks and then yeah ram seahawks whoever else could get that that final spot we'll have to see very interesting season so far we have a lot more to talk about in the future i can tell that some of these games in this upcoming week are gonna definitely shape some of our conversation next week so look forward to that um anything else to say alex i got nothing awesome yeah sorry again that we had a little two-week hiatus but we should be back to regular posting again especially with the season wrapping up and playoffs like starting pretty soon we'll get back into a consistent schedule a lot of fun things to look forward to hopefully the birds win tomorrow night um if they don't i'll be a little depressed but show must go on thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed bye bye